0: The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready?
2: Good afternoon, and welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, on a beautiful South Texas day. All those nice big fluffy clouds in the sky, making it easy to do all of your shopping here at Millburgers, because it's just slightly overcast. So it's not bright sun, just kind of diffused sunlight, and uh, nice, uh, actually I was going to say a nice breeze, but I think that's because we're under the ceiling fan, Uh, because the our crane is not going I anywhere. I can come
3: there and stand there. We've got the breeze <laughs> yes, too, if, you, if you want the breeze, when well, you
2: come to the nursery, and we'll let you stand under the fan. Uh, but yeah, come on out. Uh, a lot of folks. Uh, Millburgers has tomatoes here, and folks uh, have been uh, taking advantage. They're buying of them.
4: the heck out of those tomatoes. Yeah, they are. People love tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> they really do.
3: Uh, we just want to. We want to alert everybody now that's even the weather is wonderful, it's too yeah. cold to plant them in the garden. So you got to pot them up. What? And so go to the go to go to my article in the Express News for yesterday, and on PlantAnswers.com, there's a couple of descriptions.
4: Yeah, you can you can uh, if you don't take the newspaper. So we're trying trying to make it good for our listeners. So we put it on topics of the month on the PlantAnswers.com on uh, uh, topics of the month over there to the right. It it, it tells it tells about the. Uh, it's basically Calvin's article on the on the uh, new Rodeo Tomato, which is what Milton? Let's see. It's wait a minute. Don't tell me. Uh, oh, it's H uh, M, H-M, which mm-hmm. stands for Harris Moran, and then uh, eighteen movie. is three No. <laughs> no. Okay. two, uh, two nines.
2: All you have to do is remember eight. Oh. So eighteen is one times eight, is eight, and
4: <laughs> one times eight is eight. What does that have to do with eighteen? Eighteen twenty-three.
2: Remember eight. Eighteen twenty-three.
3: Okay. You guys are nuts.
2: And
4: then two three two to the, squared. Two is to the, eight. Two to the third is eight. Two to the third. I learned that. I remember that in the from algebra.
2: Yeah. So if you divide it in half, each one of the two halves equals eight. Which people Got are that going count? really? So it it basically for me to I can either just remember 1823 yeah or I can remember a long and complicated process by which the, who remembers
3: it? yeah I'm not sure my system is the most efficient anyway this tomato was supposed yes. supposedly uh, uh, one of the best tasting which is really it's on, it's uh, unusual for plant breeders or, or seed producers to Come forward yeah, and say, say Compare that. this taste of this tomato to any of the other ones you're growing because this one is competitive. And we're especially interested in uh, having you compare it to the 968, which most people and uh, a lot of the gardeners we know think is the best tasting tomato that we grow in this area. So,
4: and really and, compare it to Celebrity, which is uh, uh, uh not 968, of course, is a cherry, and this is a uh. A large fruited tomato, uh, slicing tomato. So uh supposedly uh, 25
3: pounds per. If you fertilize, yeah, fertilize and water well. They made
4: a lot of crazy predictions yeah. on those. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen such a thing. Well, and it's supposed but now to that that's out of Florida. I, I, some of those are descriptions and whatever are out of the Florida tests. Uh-huh. So they actually achieved. Uh huh achieved what they claim. Well, and Jerry and his
3: team have tested this for right. at least
4: three years here
3: in this yeah, area. Yeah, at least. The, the picture is three years old. So they, they, they have performed well, and it's so it is the designated rodeo tomato. And if you remember, a lot of our best tomatoes have been rodeo tomatoes. Red Deuce, Tycoon, uh, Solar Fire, I think. Oh, yeah. And uh, 968, Celebrity. Uh, so it's here if you want to try it. But you do have to pot it up if you buy it this early.
4: When Trace comes up he'll tell about the big or you wanna tell about the more the more we talk about it the better.
2: Oh okay. We've got the big rodeo tomato celebration that Millburger does each year where they sell them that day. Uh, we have them here now but the proceeds from the sale that day go to benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners uh, youth gardening program. And the uh, they also have lots besides having plenty of the uh, Rodeo Tomatoes, uh, which I believe is HM 1823. The same year as the Monroe Doctrine. That's how I remember it. Is that right? Yeah, you, you looked that up, James. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, we'll have uh, hot dogs. Now and we
4: have to figure out what the Monroe Doctrine <laughs> is.
2: Oh, it's American neutrality in European conflicts.
4: Oh, yeah. that sounds like Trump.
2: Not Trump. The. <laughs> Forbidding European interference. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I I blew it. (laughs) Announcing a new policy forbidding European interference in the Americas and establishing American neutrality in future European conflicts. Okay. So that's easy to remember. Yeah, all right. (laughs) H.M. 1823. Uh, We'll have food that you can buy for a dollar, and that dollar goes back to the uh, uh, San Antonio Food Bank. And we'll have music from the Texas Weather Band. And we'll have a balloon artist who will hopefully make hippos, and a face painting too. So lots of fun stuff. Music? Did we say music? Did you say what? Uh, yes, for the Texas Weather okay. Band. Uh, country music. So. And
4: when you buy when you buy the uh, the H M eighteen twenty three, you'll notice that it's got a interesting tag in it. Oh yeah, a, a big tag, a rodeo tag, a rodeo tomato tag, and so. The master gardeners and the junior master gardeners, or whatever, uh, get a nickel. I think it's a nickel uh, for each tag that's sold. So uh, the the grower is contributing that. Oh, the wholesale grower. The wholesale grower. And then,
3: wow, they're really making out here yeah, at Millburgers, because yeah, yeah. Millburgers is going to give them the all. So they're the whole,
4: they're, yeah. they're getting a double whammy here at Millburgers, but. Uh, uh, but, uh, even this, this week, which is not, not the double whammer, but they're, they're getting a single whammy with that, uh, with that yeah. tag in there. And David Rodriguez, uh, spearheads that every, every year because he's in, he's of course the county horticulturist in the, uh, Texas AgriLife, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, which does the, uh, junior master gardener uh program and the master gardener program and again calvin got a picture that's we i'm i'm not i wasn't real happy that is the only picture I took of that eighteen twenty three three years ago three to four years ago and uh it, it's it's not uh as beautiful a picture as I wanted to have but uh Unlike a lot of the magazines and whatever, we actually use the picture of the actual tomato. And Even though some of my colleagues, I won't mention David's name, no. I was telling him I didn't particularly think that was the most beautiful tomato picture I've ever taken. And he said, well, we can use one of the others. I said, oh, hell no, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that like the magazines or oh, whatever we'll okay. do it. Even, even though a tomato is a tomato is a tomato, we, we, laugh. we used to have a have a guy that would show one peach picture and talk about all the peach varieties, Blueford Hancock. He used to talk about all the peach varieties with one picture of a peach. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, uh, very few people can... Tell the difference between the between the varieties, especially of tomatoes. But that gives you a look at the inside of it, and uh, and it's it's a it's a kind of a medium sized tomato. I don't think it's a. It's uh, not in the
3: red deuce class. No,
4: it's not in the red deuce class. And um, but total yield. On oh plant, yeah, yeah. The plant would be, but. Uh, I'm, a, I'm I'm hoping it'll be like a well. I wish it would be nematode resistant, but of course, it's got a good uh, and it's got a good foliage uh, or a good uh, disease package. And we've noticed this in the plots. Uh, that's what really called our attention to it was how healthy and green the plant is, and, uh, and the leaves are just about as, Well, they're more important than the fruit yeah. is. Because you're not going to have good quality fruit and 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 sugars in the fruit and things like that unless you have a healthy foliage.
3: Now, just be careful now because that at that 968 dri- that drives me crazy because. <laughs> Sometimes the it foliage, has
4: healthy foliage too. Doesn't it?
3: Yeah, well, it it does most of the time, but sometimes it seems like it's decided <laughs> to drop all its foliage. It continues to produce good tomatoes, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, it's all the foliage is back on
4: there. Oh, but, is that right? Yeah, it's a pretty huh. exceptional. uh Watch strange. it this year, and let's see what knocks that foliage off. It's not. It's not spots on the leaves. You know, not that not, not, not early blight. or no or like not we we're talking not, about not, not not
3: real noticeable. Of course it you know, maybe more sensitive to it than some other species. Yeah, it but, could be. But it certainly doesn't kill it. It just no, uh,
4: It's a, it's a tough plant. Yeah. It's a hybrid and smaller. But anyway, uh Kevin got a good write up and I, and also a good write up on um on how to how to uh, grow it a very Condensed write up. I was, I was proud of Calvin because, uh, the write up I have on plant answers goes into a little more detail as I, as seven I have pa- been known to do. Se- is it seven pages? That- yeah, seven <laughs> pages. But, uh, Calvin pretty well sums it up in his article in yesterday's paper, section C, back of the sports section, and it's got the picture and the photo fo- and the, uh, the write up and everything in there.
2: Cool. And, it says um, my research tells me uh, that it is described as
4: determinate, round, strong plant habit. Strong plant habit. Yeah. What does that that's mean? That means well why we chose it because it it has a uh, healthy foliage. Oh, and okay. Upright, you know, kind of upright plants. So, Good fruit cover. Yeah, that's that's what we need with foliage, especially in the spring. Uh, it says good fruit, cover deep, or
2: maybe it's supposed to be deep, smooth, globe-shaped, excellent size, color, and firmness.
4: Right. That's the right. that's the fruit.
2: Yeah. High yield potential.
4: Yeah. Okay. So we're we're thinking that we're of course you never know. It all depends on the weather and and how much you fertilize and everything else. Uh, this is one tomato that you cannot over fertilize. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll just put get that on the table right now. Uh,
3: of course, you, when you when think we... you can't over fertilize anything.
5: <laughs>
3: I have to well, admit, put ha- have to admit mass. Since I've it only took nineteen years, but <laughs> I probably use three times the fertilizer now after working with Jerry that I did when we started. And but, uh, and yeah. And a lot of a lot of things it really makes a difference though. Oh yeah. Tomatoes of course and the uh Oh, onions and all the green,
4: yeah, all green the crops, thing. yeah. yeah. The, because the, they use nitrogen. Uh, the greens, the the leaves, for, leaf formation and abundance of leaves is dependent on the nitrogen. That's the, the element that it, it needs
3: most of. Well, and these you know, and these plants have been bred uh, to be machines that ta- that. Take advantage of the nutrients and water and, right. and good soil so if you want maximum production, that's what you have to provide for them.
4: now back in the old days back when back four thirty forty years ago, we used to talk about if you add too much nitrogen uh, it'll it'll won't have much, as much fruit yeah foliage uh, and uh, you go all the foliage and no fruit well, these new hybrids and and especially the semi-determinate types, meaning that they they don't grow a big plant, uh, you've got to force them or encourage them to have a lot of uh, as much foliage as they possibly can.
3: Yeah, they've got a, they've got their own schedule. Yeah, they're going to grow to a certain time and then they're going to set fruit. And if you don't have the the nutrients were not available. If you don't have the water available, they're not going to. Maximize their potential, but if they do, then they stop and concentrate on the, uh, setting that fruit, and th- that's why we can the, the the plants that we recommend, the varieties we recommend, and all these rodeo tomatoes um, are so much more productive here in the central Texas where it gets hot pretty quick. Right, than right. And some of those old-fashioned varieties.
4: It, it's gotten hot pretty quick already.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, you're like, looking at the little kiddo in the... Uh... No, I was looking at the tomatoes.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 308 we got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment. So while we take a break, you give us a call. Be a part of the show. Let's talk tomatoes with you or what's going on in your garden. Lots of things to talk about. 308-8867. More in a moment. On 9.30 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road. Next Saturday, February 18th. Come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yet yeah, they, they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know. that The proceeds from the sale of the rodeo tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your rodeo tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone, thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon art. Artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulverde Road. For more information, go to com.
0: When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial radio show Saturdays 2 p.m. and Mondays 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to bigstatefinancial.com.
6: Hi, I'm Dono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as delightful blinds. We've grown to serve you better.
7: we changed our name to Delightful Decors. Blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in Shirts. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts.
6: But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone.
7: And now through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get delighted with delightful decors.
8: You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure Award-Winning and Patent Fruit Flavored Omega-3 Fish Oil. All Nordic Natural Fish Oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 Fish Oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsule and we'll ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations, 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan.
0: Larry Elder explains that welfare isn't just a problem with individuals. There's a term called moral hazard. And moral
9: hazard means you change your behavior, often for the detriment of yourself, because you're not shielded from the consequences of your bad behavior. And that's the problem with state-provided welfare, with Organizations like FEMA, that's a problem with infrastructure spending.
0: The Larry Elder Show, weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7, on 930 a.m., The Answer.
2: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., the answer 308-8867 is our number. Give us a call. Let's be a part of the show. Let's talk gardening with you. You can uh, help us out uh, by helping others out. And uh, that's what I like about our listeners is you guys will call in and help others out. But uh, just tell us what's going on in your gardening world. What you planting? Geraniums look nice here. Oh yeah. Um, and they're they're on sale. Yeah, they are on sale. Five ninety nine. What's it's the sale price of geraniums? Five ninety nine. Six inch pot.
5: I use the 699 or 5 nine.
2: okay. Cool. Well Trace is up here with us. Where do you want to start trace? Lots of good stuff to
4: talk about. I you didn't talk about
2: I that, think the we ro- saved that the, for you. The, the, the yeah.
5: rodeo event probably the next most critical thing. okay so that's, uh, next, that's Saturday. next Saturday and uh, we are going to have the rodeo tomato, which I actually do have some now, but that day all of the proceeds from the rodeo tomato are going to go to benefit the youth gardening program. We are going to have a hot dog chip and drink for donations, a dollar donation, and all that uh, money goes to the food bank. Uh, just for you, we're going to have the balloon artist and the face painting. <laughs> Wait, have you talked to
2: her yet? Will you ask her if she'll if, bring her hippo instructions?
5: I, I will. Uh, okay, hopefully, hopefully it's the one with the top hat. She I knows should. how to do it. I the... really like that one.
2: Oh, the hippo. That'd be cool. No, well, no, the girl who does it. The... Oh, I thought you meant the hippo had a top
5: hat. And then to, to be in the mood, we are going to have the Texas Weather Band here from 11 to 3. Yeah. For uh, your music entertainment.
2: Yeah, what we'll do too is we were when they were going to be here Christmas, we were going to actually play some of their music on the air. So we'll do that a little bit too. That'll be cool. Yeah, they're very good. They do and they do old time country. So uh, Merle Haggard, some uh, well, some Nancy Griffith. They've done that in the past, which is not old time; it's more Americana. But yeah, yeah they just like
3: show off his knowledge of. Music. I'm just
2: throwing names out there. I know y'all don't even know if they're real okay. or not. Yeah.
5: But well, Jerry knows country music. That's true. He probably used to be on a country station. No, I just like country music. Okay. How can you not like country music?
2: I like country music. Merle Haggard, Buck Owens, they play well, all he's that. He's even stuff. better
5: at Broadway
2: hits. Yeah, he could do that, too. Uh, but they don't play Broadway hits. Okay, let's focus. So that's
5: next Saturday. It's next Saturday.
2: What time? I guess it just it's all through the day. Uh, the, yeah,
5: different, well, the tomato thing is all day long, from open to close. Uh, the hot dogs and chips generally start around 11, and depending on how much everybody eats, it'll be gone at some point. The balloon artist from 11 to 3. You, uh, and,
3: you're looking at us and limit. I suppose there's a limit on us again. There's a limit
5: on you, yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's a, it'll so be fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So don't uh, eat a big breakfast, Dad.
2: No. Come over here and eat hot dogs and support the food bank.
4: That's I was telling them earlier that... Uh, <clears throat> um, they, there's a double whammy when you buy their rodeo tomatoes because the tag, they, they get a nickel, I think it's at least a nickel, uh, for every tag that, that's sold that's in the containers. So, that's good. Uh, the one, the tomatoes that the people are buying now, uh, they, they still got a nickel, a plant going back to the junior master gardener or whatever it is.
5: Well, that's uh, that extends the uh, donation, then basically. Yeah, it does. So I kind of like that. Uh, then the following week we have David out here, uh-huh. and he's going to be talking about spring cleanup and uh, what to cut back, when to cut it back, what to fertilize it, what the, what needs pruning paint, what doesn't, uh, what you need to start over with if it's not going to come back from the cold. So it's a it's going to be really a, a fun-filled, knowledgeable event. You're going to learn. Everything you need to know about spring cleanup.
2: Yeah, it's going to be another good presentation. Um, And if you want to learn more about that, uh, then uh, go to com, and that will tell you all about the events, including times and stuff that you may not have gotten. That's com. All right, so we've talked about that event, the two events. Uh, Anything exciting as we get closer to the spring, things coming in?
5: More and more vegetables are becoming available. So... uh We've got a good selection of tomatoes now, and it'll be even better this next week.
2: Oh, good! You want to talk about which? I saw Tycoon. We saw the
5: There's 968. A, yep, the Dwarf Cherry Surprise. There's the Rodeo Tomato. There's a, a couple of different cherries other than the Dwarf Cherry Surprise. I think it's a Sweet 100, and then Large Cherry uh, Celebrity. Of course, that's always got to have that one.
4: Yeah, uh, somebody came up and said you were out of celebrity. Yeah, well, there's, there's luckily, some, their wife yeah, uh, found, them found them. Yeah, there's Calvin six right packs there and there's the four and a half
5: inches. So I try to confuse <laughs> people. I carry more than one size. Then uh, let's see, what else do I see out there? Four, four, four was oh, out there. Okay. And Phoenix. Oh, wow. And I'm, I feel like I'm missing one or two. So there's there's a couple more varieties out there than than that.
2: you got Tycoon, right? There's that. some Tycoon. Okay.
5: And so we're recommending using these smaller smaller plants and go ahead and pot them up, not in the ground, but get your growth in into a gallon container, and that way uh, you're that much further along towards production when you do go to the ground.
4: And they're easy to establish, too. Uh, They've got they a are. large root system. And I was talking to Trace. You know, we, we just assume that I guess everybody has black pots or have the pots to pot them up uh since seems seems like a lot of people have black pots but just in case you live in an apartment building or something and you don't have any black pots or any containers at all to grow tomatoes in uh our potting mix the potting mix is on sale this week as well as uh as they they also have about pots the, yeah. the empty Black pots for the, sale. Those
5: are cheap. The forty, the the one gallons are only forty nine cents. Oh, okay, fifty cents so. a
4: pot. That's that's a good deal. And
5: uh, the big it, the big one that they ultimately would want to be in is only nine ninety nine.
4: Oh, wow.
2: oh, Okay. That's pretty cool. And you have whiskey barrels on we sale. Do,
5: and they are on sale. Yes. So and do they whiskey smell barrels? Like whiskey are a great place to plant uh, a tomato. What's that? The whiskey barrels are, are a great size. Oh, for for a tomato. And, and somebody,
4: I'll give people a, a hand on the. You're, of course, they have to drill holes in them, right?
5: They definitely have to drill holes.
4: You don't drill holes for people, do
5: you? Uh, we <laughs> have, we have in the past, if we are slow and I have access to a drill.
4: Oh, okay.
5: It's in the in the building right of right there.
4: You betcha. You didn't ask if he's paying in cash. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh well, it's about time.
5: All right. I'm shaking my head on that comment. Which uh, one? If he's <laughs> paying in cash? Yes. You don't want to know. It'll just but, depress you.
4: But any, Anyway, uh, and he also has the Osmocote Plus, which is what we recommend copious amount. Calvin and I were talking about the uh, high rates of fertility to uh, to fertilize with. Especially these hybrids hybrid tomato varieties yep.
5: they need to eat. we eat three times a day. they're asking for uh, a little less than that, but they do want to eat.
4: yeah, yeah, and Calvin made the statement i I don't know why, but he says you cannot over fertilize these hybrids unless you kill them with too much salt i, uh, I don't I don't know why he said that, but uh,
3: I don't remember you just, that you yeah. know I heard it, I don't
4: remember which one of you <laughs> said it exactly. Well, I'm declaring it was Calvin. I, I
3: was, I was uh, talking. To it wasn't me. <laughs> did Trace? Did you bring up the fact that your that the half whiskey barrels are on sale? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Milton did. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, so that
5: is a perfect size to grow a full-size tomato in. Just one.
3: Yeah. Well, I also think it's the best way to grow Mexican limes and uh, Meyer lemons. Uh, they really look good and they're easy to protect at that at that size. Uh, so. That's fun. Uh, and
4: they, the blueberries. Yeah.
5: You know, definitely. And a lot of them are in bloom over there, so that's kind of neat.
4: And uh, well, I didn't finish the whiskey barrel thing. Okay. You to drill in the holes, so you have to drill holes for training. But a whiskey barrel is also the easiest thing to attach heavy-duty coasters to, uh, wheels. Yeah, so you can roll them around on the patio, sweep under them, uh, and maybe maybe you've got a patio that uh, uh, that needs uh, the sun hits it at different times, different uh, during the day, and you need to keep the tomatoes as, in as much sun as you possibly can.
5: I do sell a whiskey barrel dolly. Team. Oh, do you? It's a do you really? Cross with the with the wheels on it, where they can. As long as it's a flat situation, they can roll yeah. it around. That's yeah. cool.
4: And I with heavy that. duty coasters,
5: it's pretty good. I'll bring one over next time I. Yeah, come do the that. Spare. But that's uh, sure easier than doing it yourself.
4: I, f- I found that those heavy duty you you, know, you can get those heavy duty coasters and just screw them right to the bottom that of would, the whiskey barrel.
5: That would work too.
4: Yeah. Keep that thing portable, man. Yeah,
2: keep moving it. Always on the run.
4: There you go.
2: All right, let's see. So uh, I've, I've lost our focus here. So we were talking about
4: uh, vegetables coming in, whiskey barrels. We haven't talked about blue bonnets. Oh, no, you want to talk about blue you bonnets? We got blue bonnets left. We got blue bonnets. <laughs> I mean, yesterday people were buying blue bonnets by the. Yesterday, yeah. Brazilian. And this is uh, because the blue bonnets are, are blooming earlier. Because of the warm weather, at least uh, the ones at our greenhouse are blo- actually blooming early. These these are in good condition, but uh, you need to get these, and and they are on sale for 88 cents. Word, that's about half price what they were. They're they for- They're in four-inch pots, so they're big plants.
5: I, I do have a few six packs of the red one.
4: Oh, that right.
5: And uh, that's 2.99 a six pack. Okay. So, uh- well, get them the
3: get sense them sense in if you're if you uh, we had somebody yesterday that said that her her patch they didn't reseed, they weren't successfully uh, germinating this year uh, but one of the best ways to get a fast ways to get a naturalized plot of blue bonnets going again is get you know a flat well somebody had a Two flats yesterday.
4: Oh, but, had to had the whole cart full. Yeah, yeah flat.
3: you know, get 25 or 50 uh, of these bluebonnet plants and plant them in uh, about 18 inches apart in clusters and groups, and they will uh, recede. Now they planted now they may not be as big as they would be in a normal year, but they'll, they'll they're still productive enough. They're going to produce a lot of seed, yeah. and then you'll have a patch, a permanent patch, as long as. It's in full sun, and it's not overwhelmed with weeds or right. turf grass.
4: Right. And you want to you want to water them because, uh, like I said, uh, uh, yeah, and that's they're, not, they're container plants, and you're just like a petunia or and they're big now. The
3: You know, and I generally when I talk about wildflowers and articles, I say, I, you know. You don't have to water them. They'll do fine. But I'm talking about seeds or I'm talking about things planted right. in the fall. These guys are big, and you're we planting them now in a relatively warm weather, so maybe a couple of good waterings uh, should yeah. bring them through.
4: Remember, you're 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 growing them just like you do all your bedding plants, just like your petunias and pansies and, and cyclamen and things like that. And if I were planting blue, if I were planting blue bonnets this late, I would uh every time I water them I would water them with a water soluble fertilizer wow, to really really you're push really, them, really push you're them.
3: really getting to be a fanatic on fertilizer <laughs> and put yeah, on that wildflowers fertilizing watering <laughs> next you'll be yeah, spraying yeah. them with
4: with pesticides No, we we let them uh, spin out naturally so uh uh and you will have a lot of a lot a lot of our plants when we transplant them, because before before the transplant, everybody just looked at fields of blue bonnets or a lot of mass plantings of blue bonnets. and the weakest weakest of the genetic population, the the population, had already died, has already died and been, uh, overgrown by the healthy plants. So, but when you separate them out, and then one comes down with powder and mildew, they can come down with powder and mildew, uh, it seems, it seems like it's a, a genetic trait that, uh, very small percent of the population comes down with powder and mildew, uh, unless you got that weed hen bit around it, which, uh, Serves as a host for powder Why? And
3: there is a lot of hen dead out there. Yeah, th-
4: yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's the that's purple the problem. Flower.
3: Little, oh. little purple oh, flower. Oh, right something top.
4: different.
3: Crinkly, uh, crinkly leaves.
4: Yeah, but uh
3: butterflies like it.
2: What's the one that you don't like that you just like to pull up? Cause oh, the bed
3: straw. Oh boy, yeah, the bed straw is ta- moving moving oh, fast. Oh yeah. no.
4: Okay. Yeah, that, that's. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, get the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like I say, my dogs brought in some bed straw the other day. First, first time this this year, so I, I guess I'm gonna have to get uh, get some. Uh,
3: one of my do- one of my dogs was pl- playing in it, kind of fascinated by oh, it bundling Laura. it up, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got tangled in her, and she didn't like yeah, it anymore. Yeah, she got long hair. Yeah, she didn't like it anymore when it was all tangled up. And,
4: and it's hard to get out. I mean, it didn't. Uh, I mean, hard to get off the dog. Yeah, it's not like sand burrs, but it is a. Yeah. It can be a pain. And uh, what's our deal? What's our herbicide? Uh, uh, weed-free zone. Weed-free zone. I don't know why I can't remember that. Uh, follow the Weed, label instructions. Weed-free zone, and it works like a charm. Yeah.
3: You know, you want to be that stuff
4: will be dead the next day.
3: Yeah, you got to be really careful with it in your shrub border, but it works really well on the lawn.
4: Yeah, but uh, anyway, that's uh, that's that's the wildflower deal, and the the plants are just beautiful. The the ones that they have here,
10: and and at.
3: It's hard to you can't you can't even look out there without no, noticing how those those bright colors. And, uh, and Trace mentioned that a lot of them are the uh, Fantasia Fantasia series, which uh, in the, Jerry's tests a few years ago they conducted that strawberry sizzle and then the uh, lavender not the lavender the uh, what was the other the purple. Uh, uh, Violet? violet, violet, violet. Those two were had the most uh, resistance or tolerance for heat, and so they're really a good uh, good choice. They'll and if de- you de-
4: they deal about planting them now, you don't really have to worry about the heat for two or three months. And then you, you get just, your money's worth.
3: Then you just move them kind of into the shadier spot, and these guys will survive and uh, be ready for uh, another big boom period in the fall.
4: Our our, our radio uh, expert here has unplugged me or done something.
2: No, you're dead too? You can't hear it?
4: Yeah, well, I was doing well until you started all this. Oh, well, let me, all
2: right, well, let's take a quick break. And all I'm, uh, my, mine is you're, working fine. You're, just fine
4: you're, you're not an engineer, Melton. You've got to get not. over that. Let's take a quick break while but we mess do. Mess with mine and see if Give you're Give us a call at 308-8867. Yeah,
2: that's Okay, 308 okay. <laughs> Is it still there? Yeah. 8867 or toll-free, 308 More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the yet. Yeah, they, they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know. that The proceeds from the sale of the rodeo tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your rodeo tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon art face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Millburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulverde Road. For more information, go to milbergernursery.com.
1: When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder wild birds unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast you'll find binoculars wind chimes tilly hats carved canes art for the home and more wild birds unlimited nature stores with three san antonio and shirts locations like Braun road in 1604 or call 375-3611 that's 375-3611
9: Thinking gifts for Valentine's Day? Think Alamo City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh-dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Alamo City
7: Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life.
10: Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you. As Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of A.C. companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic climatemagic.com. Texas License 1531C.
1: 9.30 a.m. The Answer has put together the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack. Register now at 9.30amtheanswer.com.
11: And one lucky
9: couple will win it all.
1: A Valentine's Day box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory.
9: A couple's massage from Spa DeSante.
1: A carriage ride in downtown San Antonio from the Yellow Rose Carriage Company.
9: And look great on the dance floor after a lesson from Arthur Murray San Antonio.
1: See the full list of rules and register now at 930 a.m. And
2: welcome back to Joe Garden, Gardening, South Texas, where Virginia is on the phone line at 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
7: All right. Remember, I was the one to call about the mystery bird last week. Yeah. Did anybody have an answer for
3: that? Yes. you uh, remind us which mystery bird was this? The one that eaten oh. the cats.
7: Yes.
3: Oh. <laughs> and an, uh, any <laughs> Don't tell the cat-eating bird. <laughs> a A A-N-I. A N I, and it's got the big. He's got the big can-opener beak. Uh-huh. And they're uh, relatively large, and they're not. As you get, they're they're relatively common in the uh, Rio Grande Valley. As but as you go further north, you'll see a few of them, and I think occasionally they even see them in the San Antonio area.
7: Okay, A-N-I?
3: A-N-I, Yeah, look them up. Cool. And uh, the the person that called said that they were uh, they were tough and. Uh, they weren't as big as... They, they're they only as big as... oh uh, A little bigger than b- big grackles. But,
12: really? Uh,
3: this one was big yeah, as... Yeah, a they're apartment. not as big as vultures or anything.
7: No, this one was. I don't know. Maybe crossed up with something. But uh, yeah. he had a flat can opener beak, and he was black, and... And he always looked like he liked me. And I thought to myself, I'm not feeding you the cats. <laughs> you <know? No. laughs>
4: he likes your cats. Yeah, well. yeah he likes the
7: cats. And I, I i didn't dump them off. Somebody else dumped them off, and then he ate them. So I don't know. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. But anyways, he flew off. I think he, he found out about another place where people are getting cats, you know, to protect and he probably oh, found out no. where. <laughs> to where to get them, but anyway, I'm glad you all found out. Uh, but I have some questions. They're real short. Uh, okay. Is bed straw toxic? I want to use it for co- uh, compost and chicken nests.
3: No, no. They okay. used to use it. They actually used to. Paul Cox told us about. They used to use it for mattresses. Uh huh. Yeah.
13: That's why they
7: call it
3: bed straw. D- yeah.
7: Is it the de- domestic weed or is that from Europe?
3: No, I think it is a, a, I'm guessing it's a native weed because it's uh-huh. been here a long, long time. Of course, okay. that, you know, it could, I guess it could have come come over in the early 1800s.
7: Okay, i got really three short questions now. What withstands weed killer? Uh, the county spraying the ditches again, and uh, it kind of burned our Korean boxwood, and I don't care if it dies or anything. I just want to plant something in this place.
4: So to that
3: would withstand
7: it. What is the question?
4: What what do they spray the ditches with? That's what you're oh, asking. Uh, uh,
7: what is the old-fashioned stuff? Been around since the '70s. T-
3: well, the gli- T- glyphosate,
4: glyphosate,
3: uh-huh. yeah. yeah, glyphosate is.
7: Yeah.
4: They, a lot of times they use Roundup. Uh, around uh, size. It, it's not
7: Roundup. That's the other one that they used to spray in the fields and everything. You know that. Oh, that's bad and everything. They use it. I don't care that they clean the ditches out. I don't want to mow out there, but I just, you know, it's no end to it. It comes in the yard. And if I get the shrubs die, that's no big deal. I just want to plant something that's resistant to being yeah. poisoned.
3: I don't, yeah, there could be any, if it's not uh, Roundup, then who knows. Uh, what I it
4: don't is. think they use 2,4-D or 2,4,5-T. No, they don't. No, that's crazy. They do use it. And I don't, they, they don't use,
3: they don't use remedy for ditches either. No. No, oh,
7: no, no. They do use T4D. That's what I can remember. At least that's okay. what I was told. I don't know. I'm not uh, going to swear to it. That's what that, I was told. that
4: drifts quite a bit. Oh, uh, well, yeah. we have got some that don't drift, but, uh, uh, I think most of them use glyphosate around uh-huh.
7: it. Okay. Is there any kind of shrub or a vine or anything I could grow on the fence that would not die from it?
4: Hmm. Not really.
7: Okay. All right. Well, nothing. well,
4: the the thing about Roundup
7: mm-hmm.
4: is that it it's uh not good on woodies. Oh. In other words, it may defoliate them uh-huh. or damage the leaves, but it doesn't kill the plant.
7: Oh well, then I don't have to worry about it.
4: Yeah. Right. Okay. So
7: what, did it no what did
4: it do to your shrub? That it. Damaged? well
7: it. They, you can see they're burned. I don't know when they even sprayed, but you can see they're burned. And I had a, uh, I just like I, said, I don't care the, if they're gone. I just, just want to the, put something else in place.
4: Just the burn on the leaves, right?
7: Yes. Uh uh-huh, But I don't know if it's going to kill them. So.
4: No, it's not going to kill
7: them. Okay. Well, that's south. Uh, two more questions. Candlestick plants. How do you grow them from seed, or is it too late?
4: Uh. Well, you can you can plant seed now, or not outside. It's uh-huh. it's a it's a warm season plant. Uh-huh. Uh But uh, it's a slow. It it has to get pretty big before it has the the candlestick plant uh, dealer. Have you got the seed?
7: Yeah, I got uh, bushes with seed in them. I thought I'd just plant them because I got to get rid of some of the frozen off wood. Yeah, and yeah. I thought I'd just plant the seed since I have to
4: cut it down anyway. Yeah, just plant the seed in a in a gallon container uh-huh. and keep, keep it keep as soon as possible. Uh huh. And try to uh, put some fertilizer in there, Osmocote lower release yeah. uh-huh. and and then and grow it. Uh, you don't have a greenhouse, I so Don't suppose. Yeah, it. I
7: got a little greenhouse. It's kind All of right. dirty, All right, in business. Keep, yeah. them at, keep them in the
4: greenhouse so they'll grow faster because they like warm weather.
7: How deep? And do I have to pre-treat them with anything like freeze them or no, anything like no, that? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay. Yeah.
4: You just plant them straight in there, no no deeper than uh, half a half to an inch deep. Half
7: an inch. Okay, last question. i got Confederate Rose coming out, and uh, it's supposed to get really cold Wednesday night. And I was thinking it, before they get damaged, I was going to take some of the limbs I wanted to get rid of anyways, and uh, plant them in a bucket. You know, make cuttings. But I don't know, do they grow good from cuttings, or that's just just? Yeah, uh,
4: they, uh, the the Confederate rose will grow from cutting. Do but, I have to draw uh, uh, the, you know, uh, the little
7: lines on each side with a, a knife, or no, you know, at the bottom? And dip them in rooting hormone?
4: I, I, I think they, uh, now you're you're talking about dormer wood cuttings, aren't you? Yeah,
7: but this, they're already breaking out in the bud.
4: Oh, okay.
7: Yeah, I don't know if y'all's are there or not, but ours are breaking well, out. Well,
4: what I would do is uh, wait until you've got about uh, 8 to 10 inches of new growth. Uh huh. And then, and then root the new growth. She wants. Oh, don't mess wants with to the cut wood
3: now because of the cold weather.
4: Coming. Oh, she wants to cut them now. Yeah. Uh, I you just... could you could try you could try to root those sticks. Uh, uh-huh. I, I imagine it'd be just like a grape, uh-huh. but I, ne- I never I've tried that, so I can't tell. You.
3: But three, if she waited three weeks, four weeks, it'd be e- easier to root them.
7: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and root it, the new growth, none of the wood. No, ma'am. Okay. Well, thank you very much, and y'all have a good week.
4: Now, now wait a minute. Tell me about this cold weather you're hearing about. Are, are we talking about cooler weather or
7: well, nothing like uh, we're nothing we like had altitude. before? we'll probably get like maybe 37 on Wednesday.
4: Oh, that's no problem. That's yeah. not gonna hurt that. That's not gonna hurt that growth.
7: Oh, well that's good. Don't worry. <laughs> very about good. That. Okay. Well, thank you very, very much.
4: Okay. Thank you for calling. And uh-huh. uh, bye bye. Hope hope your cat pops. Yeah, right. don't yeah, be, yeah. Don't be
3: picking on those honeyes.
2: I don't think uh, they're eating
3: them. All
2: right, maybe hey, they're just moving them, finding uh, yeah. Them, they're, they're probably just her, finding a new home.
3: I think it's a really clever coyote that's yeah. uh, putting spreading it. the blame to the honey.
2: There's <laughs> a PR team that's uh, blaming the. Uh, All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867, and toll-free 866-308-8867. Yeah, looking at what was she saying? That uh, cooler temperatures on Wednesday.
4: Yeah. Yeah. 39.
2: Yeah. So we've got Monday 68 high, 59 is the low. 43 on Tuesday is the low, 67 the high. Actually, it seems like it's going to be some nice days. And rain, rain though, right? Yeah, rain Monday, Tuesday is the prediction. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, the lows are in the upper 30s, uh, and then Saturday. Saturday, when we have the tomato, it's gonna be gorgeous, 76.
4: What well, are you taking Roy's place, or what's the deal? <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> all right, you're taking stealing Roy's thunder. No, Roy's not there today, so. Oh, okay.
2: All right, 3088867, 3088867. So next weekend
4: for our tomato deal is gonna be nice. Huh? It's
3: gonna be very nice, yeah. Yeah. Well, those of you that are looking uh, or think this this is the year that you want to change your landscape, or you want to you bought a new house and you want to have to put in a new landscape, uh, you might want to consider the uh, landscape school down in uh, Floresville on the 12th Sunday, the 12th of March. Jerry and I will both be teaching there, and we'll have a team of uh, skilled master gardeners to. Assist us with uh, personal counseling, but uh, it's a twenty-five dollar fee. That's part of the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental uh, Show. But put it put it, tentatively. Put it on your calendar. We'll be talking more about it, and uh, we'll tell you how to how to register, how to reserve a spot. Uh, if you want two of you from the same household, it's uh, forty dollars. But that the the whole events, the eleventh and twelfth, the Landscape School is. Uh, is on the 12th at uh, Sunday from about nine to, uh, 9 to 3 o'clock. So it's an all-day kind of event. Steve's on the line at 308-8867, 308
2: Hi, Steve. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. Beautiful day. Yeah, it yeah, what...
13: is. Uh, my question is, I have a question on onion seed. I planted my onion sets, but I was trying to plant seeds to try to get some little... Young onions for, for eating, and I've tried it twice and they, they won't come up. What's the secret?
4: Uh, you, you just want green onions? Yeah, Is I, what I have want? my onion
13: sets planted for uh, big onions, but I just wanted to make, you know, if I had a bunch of seed, I I'd just plant it and grow a bunch of little green onions, you know.
4: Yeah, you plant them on top of the soil now. Don't bury uh, them. I mean, very shallow and basically on top of the soil. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, you get, I think you can get seed of multiplying onions too. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what you ought to use. Well, but, I, uh, some, I have some
13: multiplying onions out there. They're pretty crummy <laughs> compared to little <laughs> green onions.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, do you need to, did you, you just get the seed, uh, packets at the nursery?
13: Well, yeah, I got them. I got them. Nick, you're packing seeds, yes.
4: Okay. Well, uh, onion seed are real sensitive. Uh, I, I'm. I'm just trying to figure out why they didn't come up. You plant them in a moist soil. Yeah. You plant them very shallow, right on top of the soil.
13: I was wondering if it might have been. Do they need like warmer soil temperatures or? No. No.
4: Well, no yeah don't uh but but oh, what i, I was... what I'm getting at is old seed yeah it might have been uh, old seed I probably... yeah an onion an onion seed doesn't uh doesn't keep very long they're small seed and uh that if they're if they're yeah, one they... or two years oh. old uh they probably are are not viable,
13: yeah, okay, I just need to get into some more seed
4: probably, but you you can try the shallow shallow planting, okay. Uh, in oh, and a, more, in a more soil. Yeah, I'm, I'll do that. And and
13: then one thing, I started getting Purple Martins in about two weeks ago. Oh my, goodness. oh, my goodness.
4: Where do you live?
13: I live over here in Pleasanton, you know. I, you know, I've got like a two at one time, and then like there was one in today. But last week, I... I had two or three different ones, uh, groups that came in. Didn't they laugh? You know, I mean, they'll be back, but I mean, it's coming in things. Purple Martin. Purple
4: Martin. Oh, wow. Two, two weeks, weeks ago. Yeah.
13: yeah. And, and, uh, y'all have any clue how to get the stupid sparrows out of your Purple Martin nest?
3: No, that's, that's always the debate. I always, that's why I wait. To the last minute to put my houses up because if yeah, you put them well, up, I, I, put them up now, you'll end up with all, all the sparrows and even the starlings. When do you usually put yours up?
13: Well, I usually what I do is, you know, whenever they start getting ready to come in, I take it down, clean them all up and everything, then, then stick them right back up, you know.
4: Are <laughs> you, mm-hmm. are you in the country or are you in, I'm in the town of Pleasant?
13: I'm in the country. I'm on 10 acres outside of Plansett and Battlefield.
4: There you go. Well, get your gun and
13: take care of the sparrows. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to get them all lined up on that thing. I shoot and I blow my... Clean your boxes out, uh,
4: clean your boxes out, and then when the sparrows come back, yeah. uh, get you a little 410 or 20 gauge and go out there and take care of business.
13: Yeah, that's, I'm, what I'm going to do is throw a bunch of seed on the ground and, seed, try and get them all grouped together.
4: <laughs> there you go. That'll work, too. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks. I'll have to go. To all right.
3: Good luck. Yeah, keep us informed if you uh, see any do more I? Martins. Give us a call.
2: Yeah. Thanks. You take care. Calvin, oh. did you have a, a solution that was less uh, involved less guns yeah I think, yeah, I, think I think just okay, I'm hanging out. I think Thank just you. do
3: what he, like he's he's done like Steve has done to just uh, take the house down clean them out put it back up and then you you there'll be a few persistent ones that'll nest there with the, if the Martins are coming the Martins can defend Part of the house. The trick is, if there's no martins there yet, the sparrows will take everything. Yeah. And then you have to. And then they have. They can't compete.
4: My my remedy is surefire, Milton. Get it. Literally, surefire.
2: yes, I am. Yeah, literally and figuratively, it's
4: surefire. Unless you have a misfire.
2: Oh dear. It's not. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, especially if you've seen another Martin. That's kind of interesting. He's got this, this sighting so early. 308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, from Millburgers Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road on the answer.
0: We're back with Milburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
2: And welcome back to Milburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're broadcasting live from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road, and we've... Uh, talked about the rodeo and the rodeo tomato, which will be on sale here, but the rodeo tomato is also on sale out at the rodeo. David Rodriguez is out at the rodeo, too, and so we'll talk to him about what's going on out there and all the neat stuff. Hi there, David. What's going on, man? How are you?
11: I'm doing good. Thank you. How are y'all enjoying this beautiful day today?
2: Yeah. Now, are you actually... It's beautiful. Are you actually out there today right now, or are you uh, heading uh, out there? I try
11: to get... Yeah, I try to get out there every morning to check on things, and then uh, I uh, just went to church, and I'll be heading out in a few minutes. So I'll be out there again.
2: You do the, the famous funnel cake breakfast, and then... Uh there
11: we go. Now we have some <laughs> chicharron tacos. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, those are good.
11: Good, right? Yeah,
4: that's good. Uh, so how's, how's the tomato salad?
11: Oh, they're doing real good, sir. They're uh, uh, doing real good. They, they only had the rodeo tomato this week, but this coming week... They'll have all the other good ones uh, uh, for other people to try out as well, and then uh, they got those beautiful citrus trees out there too, and those are uh, been real, real popular as well.
4: Yeah, what other good? What other ones? What are you talking about?
11: We got some uh, real beautiful gallon um, stepping up gallon plants from Greenleaf on the Satsumas. So we have miho. I, I
4: know, but I'm talking about other tomato. Did you say you had to go, oh, go have yeah, more like, than the rodeo? Yeah,
11: this Yes, sir. This coming week, we'll have last year's red dues Tycoon, right. celebrity, and all the other good ones. You know, there's so many people that uh, attend the rodeo, and they're uh, out of you know they're all around the state. So a lot of the folks like to pick them up and take them back home, too.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Are they are they mainly in four inch containers, or did you say yes, gallon containers?
11: Well, we'll have gallons next weekend. They'll be ready in larger containers. Yes, sir.
4: Okay. Well, good. Uh, it uh, has a t- the I guess the attendance on the rodeo is pretty good because they've had some pretty nice days. Yeah, it should be nice. Yeah,
11: yeah, a lot of people been going out. you know, well, even if it's good weather, they, people still go out, and when it's cold and rainy, so that's just the rodeo.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: So now, are you doing blue bonnets again this year?
11: We had some of the so. Henrys. No, we had a few Henry Henrys red blue bonnet. A few, and uh, the, and they ran out, and that's it for the season. So,
4: oh, okay, yeah.
2: yeah,
11: It's they only, it's they only had a few for Blue Yeah, they only had a few for this
2: weekend. Yeah. Well, what else is? Uh, are, are you guys? You talked about the tomatoes.
4: What else did he? He was he was getting ready to talk about the citrus, and I was one of. Oh, about we'll talk the about
11: yeah. the citrus. Yeah, we have some what they call stepping up gallon containers from Greenleaf Nursery that uh, does a lot of those semi mandarin. Oranges, and those, they typically pot them up in larger containers. So we got some beautiful, beautiful gallon containers. The traditional uh, uh, first couple superstars, Miho, Sito, uh, uh, the old Okitsu. We have a few Dr. Moist bumpers, and then the newest orange and arctic frost. And they're beautiful gallon containers for um, uh, $15. So
7: Oh, uh, that's good a good deal.
11: Chunk of those. In. Oh, uh, yeah. They say, oh, you should have got more from a uh, fifteen dollars is a good price on
4: it. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, for the for the customers and and for y'all too.
11: And it's easy for you... them to carry carry them around. You don't want something too too big, you know.
4: Yeah. Now, do y'all get to keep the money from that, those sales, or does that go into the rodeo yeah. fund, and then y'all get no, a, I, a deal later?
11: No, it goes back into the Master Gardener uh, fund, but that money oh, is used that money's used for our scholarships, so it still goes to deserving students.
4: Oh, okay. That's good, do you? Yes, sir. And let's see
2: David, um, so uh, we may or may not, we're we're still checking out our technical things. Be there next set, uh, Sunday broadcasting uh, from the uh, Buckaroo tent so that'll be fun yes sir uh, yeah
11: they were out there th- a couple days ago trying to set up the line so i don't I don't know where they're at right now on that
2: yeah, and our guy was going to go test it. I haven't heard back from him yet, so we'll find out.
3: David's oh, okay. hey, calling you okay. guys, sir. He must have just went to church, and there he was a, a, yeah, goes, there was oh, a sermon oh, about man. being respectful to your elders. Oh, <laughs> elders you, should take, you should elders. take a <laughs>
4: lead from his. <laughs> well, you and my right, right, No, example. that would be nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think it's
2: going to happen. So <laughs> point.
4: Oh, what? What's your What's your main question on the radio these days?
11: Uh, a little bit Cut of everything. Back. You know, a lot of a lot of people are getting winter weeds and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's big time. And the other big one is: is this dead? Is this coming back? Uh, do yeah. I need to print it yeah. back? When do I print it back? And all that good stuff. So you know. Little bit, but we a little get a, bit of everything.
4: Yeah. Little bit of everything. We get a, Yeah, we get a. We're getting a lot of reports that uh, things like Esperanza and and some yes. of those plants are sprouting already. Yes. And yes, we, we were we were doing some cuttings at the greenhouse, and uh, the grape, the grapes uh, had had little leaves on them, and the figs, okay. both both the containerized figs and uh, and the big fig bush had okay. uh, had little leaves on them. On the tips.
11: Okay, I was I was at the back side of the botanical garden yesterday, looking at our the blue bonnet bed back there. Yeah, and, uh, it, it's pretty clean of big weeds, but those satsumas, you know, defol uh, well not hundred percent defoliated, but lost quite a few leaves, and all the a lot of new leaves are pushing out right now too on those too. So,
4: you mean the 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 way they've got the satsumas?
3: Yes, yes, yes in the back there. That's what he the, he's talking about. The Satsumas being okay. foliated. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. but they're pushing out a lot of new growth right now.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, David, talk a little bit about. You're going to be here on the 18th, doing a presentation from I guess 10:30 to noon on uh, spring cleanup. You want to talk a little bit about well, that? Well,
11: uh, that that's the 25th. That's the. Oh, I'm 25th. The, I'm sorry. You're right. the, yeah. So we'll be, we'll be out there the 25th at the beautiful Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And we'll be kind of doing like a spring cleanup to do what to do chores going into the spring season. So it's free. It uh, starts at 1030 and we'll end at 12. But get there early, uh, bring a notebook and a pen. But we're going to kind of answer like Dr. Parsons was saying on some of these questions. Uh, what do I need to prune? How should I prune it? How far back? Uh, fertility, nutrition. Uh, we'll, we'll cover a little bit of everything and entertain any questions that the folks have. So it'll be a good thing to get people ready and uh, going into the spring planting season.
2: And that's free. They don't no reservations. Just as David said, bring a notebook, a pen, and lots of questions. And uh, uh, David does a good job of uh, giving the information and answering questions afterwards. So twenty the we'll
11: start. Yes, sir. We'll be started on the 18th, uh, next Saturday. I know you all are doing the uh, the rodeo uh, tomato sale there, and we appreciate you all's support on that. Millburgers does so much to help us out in the community. Uh, but we'll be doing the first day of 16 Saturdays at the uh, a Children's Vegetable Garden Program that we oversee at the Botanical Garden. So uh, if you have kids from the ages of 8 to 13, we still have a few plots out there. Uh, register them as soon as possible because we'll, we'll, we'll probably be filling it up pretty quick here. And they can register and get more information on the Children's Vegetable Garden Program at the Botanical Garden. Uh, go to the website, their website, uh, under Youth Education. And it's $40 per student, uh, per, per, um, registrant. Uh, they get about a hundred square foot plot as they tag team. Uh, on that 100 square foot plot, then they would be $60. And Milburgers has been a, a wonderful, uh, a gracious sponsor to help us with that program as well.
2: Yeah, you guys are, are working together quite well, and uh, yes, uh, thank you. So it covers uh, uh, part of the fees and stuff like that. So more folks have been able to do it uh, thanks to Milberger's yes. generosity as being a part of it. Very nice, hey, David. You mentioned the the uh, rodeo tomato here, and that the rodeo. You want to talk a little bit about it? We the guys talked a little bit about it. The uh, eighteen twenty-three.
4: It's
11: H.M., and the breeder line is Harris Moran. You know, make sure you say that right and uh, uh, spell it correctly. It's correct. Moran. David, Moran. David, David, David. It's Moran. David. Not, it's not Moran. David.
4: It's Moran, not Moran. Rhymes with two K. There we go. It's uh, <laughs> Moran. Now, don't, don't, don't interfere now. Come
3: <laughs> on. Don he's saying he like he.
4: moron.
2: <laughs>
11: We don't like those initials HM because it sounds like the Royal uh, Navy, Her Majesty.
2: Yeah, or HMS. Out the
11: breeder's name, and it's <laughs> I guess it's a plot or location number where they bred that tomato in the field 1823. Uh, so you know we we evaluate, look at these tomatoes, and uh, look at quantity, quality, uh, production on these uh, tomatoes on the trials we do, and then look for uh, the package of how resistant they are to uh, diseases. And then we also looked at make sure there's a reliable seed available uh, for the Peterson brothers to get these transplants out a few years. So uh, people are going to like it. It has a good sugar to acid uh, uh, balance to it, the ratio to it, and uh, you know uh, that's why Peterson still grows Red Deuce and these other ones. So we want you to try the Celebrity, the Tycoon, last year's rodeo tomato, Red Deuce. And then uh, this new one here that I think people will enjoy this spring, HM1823.
4: Well,
3: we're, we're encouraging everybody to compare it to BHN968 in terms of taste, David. We be can't believe comparison. that anything will uh, taste better than the uh, BHN968. But I agree. Yeah. We'll see how it I is. Told,
11: I told Dr. Parsons the, the only mistake we made with that 968 tomato is we should have called it the Children's Garden Tomato, but it's too late now on that. But it's all good. It's all good.
3: Yeah, it's a great, it's a great tomato.
4: So, right. so tell, tell me again what that HM stands for, David?
11: Uh, HM is the breeder that bred that tomato.
4: And yeah. so how, how do you pronounce the name? H uh, as an H, Harris. and then M. <laughs> Say right it. Down. Say it, David. More.
11: You good, man? Moran. Moran, Moran, not, not moron. There you Moran. go, not moron. Moran, go. Moran. Go. hey,
2: good job. There you go. All right, you're killing just, me. Now quit while you're ahead, David.
4: Right now.
2: <laughs> <But> what now? <laughs> you're right, killing said, me. Quit while you're ahead. You got it. But, uh, there, you go. there
4: you go. Yeah, <laughs> David
2: has to leave now. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so David, we'll keep in touch with you through the week and tell you what goes, what's going yeah. on, man. All right. All right. Thank y'all Thanks, for sir. everything and the support. You bet. Right. Thanks for for being a part of the show. Harris Moran. Moran. What's what's another word like Moran? Like I thought of two can, but that does not quite
4: work. Moran. Oh. Here he goes uh, again. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, well. Sometimes I, I started to let you tell David how to remember the number. No, uh, I, I I knew that would be over his head. No, it was over my head. It doesn't. Uh. Head. <laughs> It was probably,
2: David's probably familiar with the Monroe Doctrine, so that might be a better way to remember 1823. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867.
4: David was talking about cutback, and we were talking about talking about it a lot yesterday, but for those who didn't listen in... Uh, uh, if you've got uh, dead plants or, or plants with brown leaves on them, just wait till they reach, wait till they start sprouting and then cut them off right above the, right above the, uh, where the dead tissue meets the live tissue, which will be right above the sprouting of the facility. Uh, gingers, uh, the, the, Neil Sperry mentioned the bottle brush and gingers. And blue plumbago and V is all froze back pretty hard, and uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see when they come out. The thing about the V is uh, they might not have killed completely, but uh, they're gonna kill back to the ground, so they won't won't be blooming much this next year if because they'll be growing so fast and uh, yeah. customarily they don't bloom the following year. Yeah. After a hard freeze. Well, my wife, Judy,
3: who uh, grows a lot of bougainvillea, she she uh, just says, uh, you, know, you know, they're so inexpensive at nurseries now. Oh, yeah. That you get them in full bloom. Oh, yeah. So she, she doesn't even bother to put them in the greenhouse anymore. If they make it through, fine. If they don't, we just get get some more in there. Yeah. They're blooming and uh, much easier to deal with that. And you can that.
4: change colors if you want to. That's right. Yeah. Get tired of one color. Yeah. But as I was walking up from the back where we parked, uh, I saw saw something to remind me of uh, Doc, Mr. Moy or Dr. Moy. Uh, they had a had a small ginger. They had labeled it small ginger. Now Mr. Moore, Mr. Moy used to be a, a ginger breeder, and he had had a, had about uh, uh, I don't know maybe ten to fifteen gingers. And some of them, huge thing. And I, told, I was t- trying to tell Mr. Moore, which I never had a real good luck with. Uh, he spoke Chinese, and I spoke Tennessean. So uh, uh, we never could communicate real well. But I told him, I said, Mr. Moore, we need a small ginger to use as a ground cup. Almost use as a ground Oh, that would be cool. And, you know, and they're... Partially ever, they're mostly evergreen, and, uh, and and he had one, he had two mm. that he would never give me. He and he gave me everything he had, but uh, he had Actually. two, and uh, they wouldn't bloom. He he said they won't bloom. They don't they don't bloom very much, mm. and uh, but they were dwarf. They're true dwarf ginger. It uh, made a perfect ground cover. And the foliage is was yeah. attractive. Yeah, the F- foliage is nice. And so I tried to tell him, I said, it doesn't matter if they bloom or not. Well, that just blew his mind. I mean, you know, he thought I was messing with him, I think. But uh, that they've got uh, a small ginger here, uh, not as small as his was. His, his was uh, 8 to 10 inches tall. Yeah. And uh, that pretty ginger uh, foliage on there, and but uh, anyway, it, it it would have frozen back, but uh, it would have been a good ground cover, kind of like uh, you kind of like monkey grass. Well, know, that'll be like
3: interesting that. too. Though, those of you that have bougainvillea uh, out there, and gingers, and some of the these uh, relatively cold-sensitive plants, if to see if they do come back. Now they, as far as I can tell, they are not in. Not like the Esperanza starting to sprout yet, or the even the citrus. Yeah, I haven't seen any action on on bougainvillea, hibiscus either, Oriental uh, hibiscus, if you tropical hibiscus. Yeah,
4: David said the citrus. Uh, somebody else told me the citrus is sprouting. Oh now. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was you, Tony. Yeah. What was your? Left, uh,
2: the... You were
4: talking about I think before you left on your begonias, your
2: whopper begonias, and how they would fare.
3: Yeah, I haven't seen any. Um, it uh, surprised me a little bit. I, you know, quite often the begonias will freeze back, but then they'll sprout. And I got a few of the, uh, some of, some of, uh, some Florin, uh, begonias that have started to re-sprout, but I haven't seen any whoppers that have started to re-sprout in my, my bed. So that'll be interesting too. I hope they do, but maybe they don't.
2: Let's uh, t- let's go ahead and take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867-308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming right up, live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvary Road with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Blick, and this is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they, they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know. That the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out celebrate it, get your Rodeo Tomatoes and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon artist, face painting and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardie Road. For more information, go to nursery.com.
6: Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better.
7: We've changed our name to Delightful Decors Blinds, Shutters, Floors, and More. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts.
6: But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one stop shop for all your installed, family- Foundational home decor projects, and we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone.
7: And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted with delightful decors.
0: 4
10: 2677
9: Every Sunday at 4 p.m., you'll learn how to stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter, and save a furnace full of money when you hear the expert advice on the John Wayne AC Radio Show. Join host Glenn Slade this Sunday at 4 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. San Antonio continues to make the list of fattest cities in America. We lead the nation in obesity and diabetes.
1: Vita Scientific says enough is enough. The research is in with VitaZen. VitaZen naturally promotes weight loss, manages your blood sugar levels. It's all natural and tastes great, too. Vita Scientific is recognized by the Diabetes Prevention Program with the United States Centers for Disease Control. Order VitaZen today at 520Vita.com. That's 520Vida.com
8: hi rose thanks for coming over for lunch come on in Ah, thanks linda for having me wow it smells like garlic in here are you trying to ward off some vampires (laughs) not at all i recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic so i'm trying to add more into my daily diet why don't you just take kyolic aged garlic what's kyolic aged garlic kyolic aged garlic extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today notice i said odorless oh really tell me more Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at coyolick.com.
10: Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join
9: Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 930 AM. The Answer.
2: back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. the answer our phone number 308-8867 308-8867 toll free it's a s-
4: deal what's that you met for oh, my deal. deal oh shoot there you go okay uh, okay leave yeah. it alone man uh, okay sorry all right, You're three, not an engineer, yeah, You don't get engineer's pay. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs>
2: All right, 308-8867, 308-8867 or toll-free. It's 866-308-8867.
4: We got a question in. says, what is the weird-looking thing growing on my Texas mountain laurel? It feels like velvet and is long and hangs down. You know what that is, method It's that a bloom. There you go. Look at him go. They're already
2: blooming. They yeah. Yeah. Trace is back up here with us.
4: And uh, he sent us pictures, and he and it, 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 his are big. Is that the snake-like thing that people want to create? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, Forrest writes him back, Robert, uh, this is a flower bud that is fascinated Uh, Webster Webster defines fasciation as a malformation of plant stems commonly manifested as enlargement and flattening as if several stems were fused. And that's what you're saying. Uh, that, that's why it's so wide and rather than long, like so, string.
5: So kind of like witch's broom. Yeah. Right. Oh. Okay. You know what that is, man. And, no? And and then he, I he like I did.
4: He referred to him as uh, uh, referred him to plantanswers.com under uh, questions or uh,
5: question uh, uh, frequently asked questions.
4: No, with with the photos, uh, photos with questions with photos.
5: <laughs> I like it the other way better:
4: photos with questions. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and uh, it on uh, the mountain law. A uh, number three in the text, as far as it says, uh, number no, number three listed on, in the photos with questions. Uh, but anyway, that's what it was. He, was. he he he. I guess he'd never say. He'd never seen one that wide. I, I guess he just overlooked the ones that had string. They looked like string. But uh, when they're fasciated like that. And the blue bonnets will do the same thing, have have wide blooms. Uh, the, the ones that are blooming for us already at the greenhouse have... Uh, have have some of those you can see the little fascinated blooms coming out. Yeah, blue
2: bonnets that are already blooming?
4: Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. All all colours. So oh, cool. And the mountain laurels, my favorite, are coming
2: out. They're yeah. already blooming. I don't. I was, that's a mountain laurel there, right? But I can't see whether it's got a... It's
5: That is a mountain laurel, yes. You're getting better, Milton.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, how many years have I been staring at that? And that big Montezuma cypress that I like so much. There you go. Um, but, yeah, but that's not blooming yet, is it? I can't see. It kind of looks like it might uh, be.
5: I think the tassels are there.
2: Okay. But around town, you see them blooming. Um, I've got them in the back that are blooming. Yeah, I was going to say. So we sell them. So people seem to get more excited when things are blooming. If
5: you buy the, the front door and uh, smells like grape Kool-Aid? My yeah. Wife, my wife calls it the grape Kool-Aid tree.
4: Yeah. There you go.
2: It smells wonderful. Um, so cool. All right. I do, uh, let's
5: see, talk about this. Okay. Um, we got the rodeo event next weekend. So uh, on February 18th, we're going to do some... some uh, fundraising for the youth gardening program. Uh, All of the proceeds from our four and a half inch uh, rodeo tomato are are going to uh, be donated to the youth gardening program. We also have uh, hot dogs, chips, and drinks, and that's a dollar donation that goes to the food bank. Yeah. So uh, that's a good cause. We're also going to have a balloon artist and face painting for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know how you enjoy that. I do. Uh, and the kids, too. And, and tell her to make a hippo. And then to put everything into uh, perspective, we're going to have the Texas Weather Band uh, playing a little country for us. Um, mm-hmm. Give us that rodeo feel. Yeah, old-time country. They're, they're good. So that's
2: going on next um, next Saturday. David talked about We had David on. He talked about what was happening on the 25th. So, uh, MilbergerNursery.com will tell you all the stuff that's going on at the nursery. MilbergerNursery.com. And then you want to talk about the plant of the weekend? I
5: got, I got one more thing before oh, I, oh, okay. before I uh, do that. We did get our spring shipment of bulbs in. So oh! Be all the, right. One of the freshest. So, you got gladiolas, uh, potatoes, asparagus, delfiniers. Hmm. Uh, so, if any of that interests you, it's, it's time to come get it because it won't be here later. Very cool. And
4: this is uh, you want to get those elephant ears because you want to get the biggest, biggest uh, bulbs, or I guess what they are, uh, because the bigger the bulbs, the bigger the leaves, right? Yes, sir. I think
5: mostly. <laughs> so, uh, plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. weekend, weekend. weekend. Yes, uh, we're gonna, we're talking about the tulip magnolia. Uh, the one in front of me is actually called Ann, so it's a purple. Uh, tulip magnolia is a, a tree that should be blooming around town now, and it blooms these big flowers without any leaves on the plant. So you see the sticks and you see all these swollen buds and the blooms.
4: And it's and about the first thing that blooms in it the spring. About
5: the first thing that blooms, yeah. And uh, it's a little, more, a little easier to grow than regular magnolias here, so if you haven't had luck with regular ones, uh, you should have better luck with this one. I would do it as an understory tree, so a tree for under a tree that loses its leaves.
4: It's a small tree.
5: Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't get too big. Uh, kind of pretty, definitely pretty uh, blooms.
4: Yeah, yeah, gorgeous.
2: I'm looking at that, I, that you, the ones right there.
5: If I counted correctly. There's 11 left.
2: Okay. And uh, you've got them, um, what is that, is that a three?
5: It's a five, and oh, they're 34 five? 99, and you can give us a holler, and we can save some for you.
2: All right, so the number to call to give them a holler is uh, 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, they'll put some aside for you, and um, and or you just come on by and get them. There's about 14 left right now. So uh, if you want one, they are very pretty. Look it up online, and you'll see the, the, how pretty they are. And then just call the nursery here, 497-3760. Our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. Calvin's in an animated conversation with someone.
4: but I don't know. Do you remember what kind of potatoes you got?
5: Uh, there's a red the, pine a red one, I can't Kennebec. remember. I think the white one is Kennebec, the red one is another one. I'd have to, okay. I said soda, but I'd have to go look at it. Okay,
4: yeah, yeah, a soda is soda common. And there's a common. mixed
5: bag. And if I remember correctly, I saw some purple in that mixed bag.
4: Yeah, yeah, there's a purple potato. There are all sorts of colors of, of potatoes. Yeah, okay. And now's the time to plant potatoes. And uh, if you want to know exactly how to plant them, uh, again go to plantanswers.com under the vegetable heading and uh, click on the potato uh, potato heading, and it'll it'll actually show you how to plant them and and tell you how to grow them.
5: So the, the most common question I get about potatoes, and I can't find a good answer on, is what do you feed a potato with?
4: What do you feed it with, yes, sir? Just regular fertilizer.
5: What's regular? I'm talking awesome. 19, oh, 19, five, Okay, alright.
4: Slow release. Uh, the, uh, and you got onions. We do have onions. And now's the ideal time to plant onions. Uh, so if uh, somebody called in and wanted to seed onions for green onions. But, uh, I, I think, uh, if you, if you get more yield, uh, of green onions uh, if you plant the the regular bulb onions plant them thick and then and then thin them out right, and use them as as green onion
3: and I think too if you uh, analyze especially this time of the year you the cost per green onion would be less expensive with your plant, oh, yeah. plants than with the seed oh yeah because the germination rate is going to be rel- relatively low and and he hasn't had great luck with germination anyway.
4: Right. And the green onions that you buy in the grocery store are bulb onions that were planted close together. Okay. Uh, we, we used to have some uh, German growers. Uh, I, I used to say Belgian growers, but they they told me they were German descent. Uh, grow a lot of uh, coal apples. That's the name. Coal apple out on the uh, bare Medina County line used to be the, uh, the main supplier of uh, green onions to the market and they would plant something they would just plant a, a Bermuda onion seed plant them, plant them thick and then uh, use them to pull them into green onions so uh, uh, we've got such a good so- source of uh, onion transplants now uh, of yellows and purples and and whites that you can uh, uh, grow your own green onion transplants by using the bulb onion. They're they're not they're not different. Is what I'm telling you. So uh, uh, get those in right soon. Prepare the beds uh, first on the onions, and we may have a little information on growing onions and uh, oh really that you can use. That uh, that we put on onions on, on, is on plantanswers.com. Topics of the month: uh,
2: onions.
5: The in, for like two months. Onion, uh, onions, onions <laughs> in containers. You know that
2: echo that you have with weekend, weekend. Yes. that's <laughs> how that works. So it's plant of the uh, plant. What well, topics of the month? Of the month. Of the month. Of the month.
4: And if you if you if you live outside of San Antonio, we've got a lot of. We had a listener call from College Station, and uh, you can't. Drive in to um, get get your onion transplants and meal burgers. Um, You can order them off of off the internet or through the mail, and get them the next day. The same varieties we sell here at Meal Burgers, Uh, a little more expensive, but uh, that's Dixondale Farm. Dixondale Farm. And you can find all that information on top, under the topics of the month. Right, right above the onion information and, and by growing in containers, uh, it, the top the title is Transplant Onions Now. And that, that'll for those of you who live outside the city or too far away from mail burgers to come in and buy plants, you can buy them through the mail, order them through the mail. And the same varieties that we talk about for here. Well, the neat neat thing about Dixondale is you can't buy the wrong variety. Who who got him started on these onions
3: again? Oh, he, he, just, he did. did himself. He did himself. Yeah. He
5: went straight from <laughs> potatoes to onions. <laughs>
3: Uh, you I know, like onions when he when he passes when he passes away, we'll plant onions on his There plate. you
4: go, there you go. <laughs>
3: but of course, we'll have to put
5: the recommended varieties on. There it. you yes.
2: go, and copious amounts of uh, Osmocone. Yeah. We'll do some of David's
5: uh, <laughs> onions that he's got out there. at The kids, split, the ones that multiply. Yeah, multiply. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. and they're
3: a little they're a little um, hotter than than are the ones that we sell here for uh,
4: plants. So.
5: And I still think that that'd be a good one for David to sell at the at the rodeo to raise some money. What is that? Those, those onions he's got out those there. Those
4: multiplier yeah. onions. Yeah, most most people want to grow a bulb onion. Just like we did have nine sixty eight as a cherry tomato, but uh, uh, most people want a large tomato to try. And speaking of uh, new large tomatoes, I've I've put in my request for our grower to have this tomato that was recommended by our listener, this Heat, heat, heat Master, and uh, they're going to try to find the seed, uh, but it's been recommended a couple of years in a row, and it's a main variety of uh, Bonnie Plant Farm out of East Texas. Do you ever buy, can you buy from Bonnie Plant Farm?
5: I, I probably could, but the, the quality is so much
4: yeah, yeah, meters. Peterson. But anyway,
5: now, uh, later, we're going. We're going.
4: He's
3: he's talking about plants that uh, varieties that we may not be. Able yeah, to get with it. that, that's uh, against one of his basic rules. He's gone <laughs> wild. He's gone rogue. <laughs> well, Somebody smell his crap. Well, I'm
4: right? well, I'm just uh, had yeah. trying to satisfy bottle, uh, one of our I mean. listeners, <laughs> <laughs> and we may have a special uh, sale on these. He'd master right, or,
3: or we may not be able to get any
4: well mm-hmm. that's true If we can't find the seed it's a seamus uh, variety and so uh, that that means m- most of our hybrids there's only two commercial seed companies left with that uh, new tomatoes and seamus is one of the best mm. so uh,
3: get one of two one of the is that mean it is the best or one of two best or
4: uh, it's the best. Yeah. And had more different varieties.
2: All right, 308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a break. And while we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bovordy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road. Next Saturday, February 18th. Come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know. That the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out. Celebrate it. Get your rodeo tomatoes and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone. Thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the rodeo tomato at Millburgers Landscape nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com.
9: Thinking gifts for Valentine's Day? Think Alamo City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory.
7: Live the sweet life.
1: 9.30 a.m. The Answer has put together the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack. Register now at 9.30amtheanswer.com.
9: And one lucky couple will win it all.
1: A Valentine's Day box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory.
9: A couple's massage from Spa DeSante.
1: A carriage ride in downtown San Antonio from the Yellow Rose Carriage Company.
9: And look great on the dance floor after a lesson from Arthur Murray San Antonio.
1: See the full list of rules and register now at 9.30amtheanswer.com.
0: Hugh Hewitt, buddies, we're seeing the worst from the Democrats.
9: I must say, the Democrats in the Senate have become children. Just absolute Absolute children. children. As they throw tantrum after tantrum, they lost. They lost the election. When does no one understand what losing an election is like? That means you don't get to pick the people who the president picks. They are like children.
0: The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
2: Texas. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Don't forget, if you're interested in bringing nature to your yard, and you know the uh, person who was asking questions in uh, Pleasanton about... Uh, the Purple Martins and the Sparrows. Well, I'm guessing uh, if you'd uh, uh, asked Bill over there at Wild Birds Unlimited or uh, Denise. I bet he Kim, wouldn't have
3: said get a 410 or running gate.
2: He definitely would not have, and he probably would have had another solution for you to take care of those Sparrows. That's what they do there at Wild Birds Unlimited. They are problem What, what other
4: solution is there?
3: Well, we'll have to ask Bill. Sparrows. sparrow trap, Or just the timing. Yeah. I think Bill's, uh, Bill's is the... Uh, I mean, now, but pe- people are, and Bill brought this up, that people are always trying to time the putting the houses up based on the scouts. But as Bill mentioned, the relationship between the scouts and when the birds show up to nest is not real clear and it's not yeah, fine, and finely tuned. do not
4: those sparrows fight those martins? They, w- w- they,
3: w- they do it. It's kind of like we're here first and we've shut the door on yeah. you. Yeah. If they if there's a, if they both get there at the same time. Then the martins end up with most of the houses. No, oh, okay. If their sparrows get there earlier, they they fill up everything.
4: And they will fight off the martin, don't they?
3: They'll yeah. They, it's almost a, a little bit of a passive resistance, you know.
4: Yeah. I, you
3: know, they get in their house. that's packed with. Yeah, the grass and everything, and a martin really can't do much. Martin will go after them when they come out, but martins give up fast. When I first put up my Mm -hmm. martin
4: house, the first year I put it up, martin didn't show up. All right. Second year I put it up, I was out there laying in my hammock waiting for the martins in February, Mm -hmm. and a sparrow. The martin showed up, and the sparrow was fighting that martin off. Oh. You, th- you know who really? And I solved that problem. <laughs> yeah,
2: I understand. I'm
4: telling you Bill's going to probably have a different solution.
2: <laughs> really? I don't yeah. think
4: there is a solution there, except mine.
3: The star yeah. the starlings are really capable of chasing the martins off, but generally the starlings, in my experience, they only want they only want one nest in there for themselves and then then they're so they the other side the martins can have.
2: Well, if you're interested in, in bringing nature to your yard and you're worried about problems that you might have or you're, you want to make sure that if you have problems, you've got a a, somewhat, a go-to person for answers, Wild Birds Unlimited is, is that for you here in San Antonio with their three locations. And um, also, you can go visit Bill, who we're talking about over at Northwest Military, and Hebner Road. So Did Bill say a rat
4: there. shot over there? No. He um, doesn't pre- say a rat shot? I'm
2: pretty sure he doesn't. It's easier to hit him with rat Uh-huh. Shots.
3: Let's move on. All
2: right. 308-8867 is our number.
3: 308-8867. It's time, it is time to get the birdhouses up, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Even the Martin houses, you want them up. And bird houses for chickadees, titmice, mice, woodpeckers, all of them uh, should be up too because they're they're busy. They like they're just like the plants. They like this uh, mild weather and they're getting ready. Wrens, lots wrens are easy to get to nest in houses too.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. And screech owls? Well, uh, Jerry and I were both very impressed that they sold screech owl houses.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's easy to get Owls oh. in a house but there are people that have been successful okay
2: call us if you have screech owl houses 3088867
4: Now Kevin mentioned off the air a sparrow trap uh-huh and uh, I've never heard of a sparrow trap never seen one for sale so we need our listeners to know if if they sell sparrow traps, and uh, if not, can you buy one off the internet? So this is a dentist assignment. I suspect plan on how to build them. Yeah,
3: businesses. I suspect that there's a lot of different kinds. The one I had was a basically a, looked like a fruit box. Okay. you know the old wooden fruit boxes yeah. and uh, and had a tunnel in there or a pathway, and they went in into a a big chamber. So, yeah, some, surely somebody is out there has experienced that.
4: Hi, Calvin, uh, I, I just want to tell our listeners. No, don't tell them. Huh? Don't go doing too well, into what a humanitarian he is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, for the sparrows. He would gas the sparrows. <laughs> uh, this was in a former life, though. Now, was that with a lawnmower or a automobile or what?
3: I'm uh... Yeah. I don't even remember telling you any of no, this
2: no. Uh, <laughs> I think you're right. I can't remember yeah. this either. I uh, first teach uh,
4: them to swim. Yeah. You know, spares uh, don't swim real well. You do those
2: swimming lessons with animals over at your house that don't turn out so well. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867.
4: So we want to know if, if there's a spare <laughs> trap. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, let's talk about onions. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh, no, I don't know.
3: I think I'd rather talk about sparrows <laughs> yes. than onions. We, we, we
4: mentioned onions, uh-huh. but uh, it's also time to plant co-crops like cabbage and broccoli. and. Do it quick. I, I think it's too late to plant Brussels sprouts.
3: Oh, yeah, I do,
4: too, because, uh, I mean, they take, take a while. And cauliflower is marginal. Yeah. But uh, it's right on the money for broccoli, especially our cabbage Green magic broccoli. And cabbage,
3: collards, Jerry's favorite.
4: Yeah, uh, or any of the greens crops. And we talked about Irish potatoes. And uh, my Irish,
3: my potatoes have uh, started to come out. So they're
4: they're going strong. And fruit and pecan trees and grapevines and and berries. All of which, uh, that, uh, are available in Meal are on PlantAnswers.com, uh, in the, uh, uh Topics of the Month se- section. And, uh, it lists all the, uh, different varieties that we have for sale over here. Um, and then, uh, and then we, ta- we talk about dormant oil. So let's see, Yeah. Dormant oil is to peaches, plums, eucanums, hollies, and other shrubs and trees will help kill scales and overwintering insects. Now the 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 uh, deal always comes up with peaches, and uh, now that things are blooming out and budding out and spreading out, uh, you you're not supposed to because the dormant oil will kill the the. Uh, Knock the blooms Knock off. Knock the blooms off. Or kill yeah. the bloom.
3: Now, it's if you got a low-chill variety, it's probably blooming. If you, the other varieties, a lot of them are still in a state where you could put yeah. dormant oil.
4: And, and remember, it ta- it only takes 10% of the bloom to make 100% of the crop. Uh, so uh, the benefits of using a dormant oil spray, and it's sold as dormant oil or volic. It used to be sold as volic, but uh, but because the the things that it controls uh, need to be controlled while the while the plant is somewhat dormant. Scale, but scale aphids, aphids, and bacteria. I think a lot of no a lot of other.
3: Uh, it's amazing how many uh, uh, insects hide in the bark.
4: Yeah, yeah. Of
3: uh, con trees, especially. Um, but you want to get yeah you want to get it on and it's considered a, an organic control so that's one of the, one of the most effective organic controls and really does make a difference all the commercial uh, fruit growers use it
4: and uh, you remember I brought that those some of my citrus leaves in uh, that had uh, scale on the back of the leaves I was showing you those little white specks there Milton. Yeah. And remember, and so uh, I need to sp- spray my uh, my uh, uh, citrus with uh, if you got a white on the bark or white on the back of the leaves, that scale. And uh, the best best way to control that and is now with dormant oil.
3: Follow the label instructions. Follow the, label instructions. Yeah, the dilution is a little different depending on the plant and. Yeah. Whether it's got foliage or not, so
4: and the temperatures have to be 45 degrees. 45 degrees for five to seven days. Two days. Two days. Forty-eight oh, two hours. Days. Yeah.
3: Okay. And, you know, the longer the better, but two two days.
4: Yeah. All right,
2: 3088867. John is on the line. Hi, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
12: Doing quite well. Uh, What's going on? on the sparrow trap thing. Uh, I actually have one. I bought it from Bill years ago. It fit right on the Purple Martin house, and oh, the sparrow wow. would go through. It would trap. It would close a little trap thing. But then the problem is, okay, you get the sparrow out. What do you do with it? I mean, yeah. do you just kill it, or I mean, you have know, a pain trying yes. to you know relocate a sparrow, so it kind of like
4: you likes kill to it.
12: Yeah, I know, but I it's kind of I don't know.
4: You can't, yeah, kind of, or it's kind of, or, you, or you can gas it like It's kind of though. gruesome. <laughs> if you got, yes. Well, do you
3: have to take the house down to get the yeah. sparrows that you caught?
12: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, oh, it wow. goes into that little when it goes into that little section, the, the the hole closes on the on and traps the bird inside that house, and then I think you would put I can't even remember what I did. I think you put something on the outside. And then you open this thing up, and then the bird goes in there, and you trap it when it comes when oh. it tries to get back out.
3: Yeah, the one I yeah, the one was, I had was a separate box, and you just put it on a platform, or even worked on the ground.
4: And so your yeah. problem is not to know what to do with the sparrow. No. Well,
3: <laughs> I, I know what to do with it. I just can't.
12: I just couldn't bring myself to. Thank you. It well,
4: you Thank you, John. My old daddy, the hunter, is rolling in his grave. Uh, I agree with John. Yeah,
12: <laughs> I mean, I'm shooting shooting dove, you know, on the fly is one thing, but like having them in your hand and breaking their neck. I
2: mean, ah, stop. Do, okay, but like, well,
4: what do you what do you do? What do you do with a dove that you shoot down and then don't kill? <sighs> yeah, but I ate that. You can't eat. it. I know, bro. I know. But I, how many sparrows does it well, take when to you make a wing a dove? A good sandwich, <laughs> and he falls down. Uh, what what do you do with the dove? The same you him the, You pick up. You rip the breast out. Yeah, there you go. But he eats I'll it. I rip the head off. He's, he's, I don't know. We go. You to, can eat sparrows. Rip the head out. Uh, we used we used to kill them there in Tennessee. Uh, they 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 flock like uh, uh, starlings and and uh, grackles, and we used to shoot them out of our sweet gum trees with BB guns. Yeah, and then eat them. And people would people would come and gather them and eat them. Okay, uh, I'm
12: Believer. sure. Hey, I got I got another quick question. For they're you, when, They're yeah, bone. Quick, quick yeah. change to subject. Yeah, we John. got
2: we got a dark meat. Man. We're running out of time, so we want Bill John to answer another question.
12: <laughs> One quick <laughs> go question, ahead, John. When when they say don't plant tomatoes and peppers in the same spot like year after year, so if you rotate them, how long do you have to stay away from that spot before you go back to it?
4: You don't have to worry about that in a small garden. Well, well j- you
3: just don't have that option. That's
4: a yeah. I'm really a
3: desirable. a desirable thing if you can do it. But what in the uh, the old crop rotations? It corn. was corn. Yeah, two years on and then two years off.
4: Corn and corn and, those crops. and so it Why? Why were you like worried about peppers and tomatoes? Because they're in the same virus family.
2: The soil. Oh. Is it a virus thing?
4: Uh, nematodes well, I mean, and, and fungus, and, uh, so fungi, yeah. I mean, uh, like verticillium you... and things like that.
12: Well, and there was just you... a thing on Central Texas Gardener on PBS that it was somewhere in Austin, and they uh do all these tomatoes and stuff. And that was one of their rules is that they never plant them, you know, year after year in the same spot. It's like a golden rule to them, and I've heard it before, but. Like you say, when you're in a small urban garden, I mean, I don't have much choice.
3: It's tough to do. It. How,
12: how, how far?
4: How far apart do they rotate?
12: Uh, they didn't really comment on uh, like how far.
4: That's because if they're some, in a small garden, they can't they can't get over five six feet away from where they planted yeah, this last was, this year. This
12: big. This was a big uh, garden that they had. I can't remember what the name of the place was that uh, okay. they grow. Vegetables for, like, uh, I don't know, some some place where people uh, can't get food.
2: Oh, uh, like well, a, a food, food garden, bank, yeah. maybe or something yeah, like a food remember. bank, and, was, uh, yeah.
3: Well, if you, you know had a, that. you know, if you had four different be- big beds, you could rotate them every year. What um, if you're but if you just know, put them
4: five or six feet apart a year to year? That's that uh, that root system is bigger than that, so it would basically be doing no good. It's kind of well, a shame. And a lot
12: of, mine are in pot. I mean, so it's oh, right, so oh, okay. The only choice would be to throw out the soil every year, and I can't really justify the cost of doing that, so
4: I don't there know what go. else to do. Don't worry about yeah.
12: it. Okay. Don't worry been about it. I've getting a whole lot of uh, tomatoes for the last several years, and I don't know if that's because I'm planting in the same spot. or I mean, they get plenty of sun. I water them and fertilize them, although probably not as much as you recommend i guess i'll have to start doing that and try that out <laughs> not
4: sure anybody have can. you have you changed varieties have you changed uh-huh. varieties
12: i have i have i've tried well, you can't compare predator.
4: unless you've using the same variety which varieties are you doing i bet well, he went tycoon, to the heirloom
12: tycoon works the most
4: okay oh Rome, okay
12: the roma surprise i don't get anything off roma surprise i've tried that twice huh. uh been right. 964 didn't get one tomato off of that tried that uh-huh. several years same thing uh, tycoon is the one that i seem to get the most of so i don't know if it's resistant to something that winds up getting in this soil i mean i just don't know i've got peppers well, don't seem to well, just, just
3: just run a just run a little experiment you know get some new potting soil new container try it there and, and plant in your old pot same variety and just see if you see any difference yeah that's good
4: idea. and use copious amounts of osmocose <laughs> hey, John, uh, yeah, let's, let's do the experiment
2: and see how it goes. And, and I'm, I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed of you about those sparrows. Don't be. John's a I good guy. I can't gun. kill them, man. I can't kill good them. Good for man. you, John. Man. Good. All right. We'll, we'll, uh, John, we'll talk to you next week, man. Thanks, John. Okay, okay, you take bye care. Bye. All, right. All right. We'll say goodbye for today, but that, that raises an interesting question, and uh, I mean, we may address it next week to see if any of our other gardeners do that thing with
3: rotating. Like kill sparrows? Right. No. Kill Sparrow. no.